I mean, I love pickles. Nothing better than some cold pickles coming out of like a ice cold jar, like yeah. keeping it down in the ice all day. Yeah, with a nice snap to it, oh, you know. Man, you could. Yeah, yeah, best. man. All right. Well, I don't know how we got in pickles, but it does kind of tie back into pickles. It's ball. all connected. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Adler.TV show. I'm Chris Adler. Every week I've got a different guest, a different location, a different topic every episode. This week's guest is a professional pickleball player and coach named Scott Golden. He travels the country playing and coaching pickleball. He has his own personalized pickleball paddle made by Monarch. And if you go to, in fact, right now, go to DicksSportingGoods.com. Scott's personalized pickleball paddle, the Golden Axe, made by Monarch, is now available if you use the code GOLDENBOY at checkout. GOLDENBOY, that's one word. You get 10% off and free shipping. Shipping. And now here to tell us all about pickleball, here's Scott Golden, a.k.a. the golden boy of pickleball. I'm out here at the Finley Recreational Center, something like that. I'm, I'm out here at this crazy new building in Birmingham that I didn't even know was here. Uh, watching a bunch of people play a game that I didn't even know existed. I'm here with Scott Golden. That's correct. And uh, he plays this sport that I've never even heard of. He coaches this sport professionally. Like, as a vocation, he goes all around town and the country. It's crazy. So I've got two questions for you, Scott. You got it. What is pickleball? Secondly, why is pickleball? Okay. All right. So first question to answer that simply, what is pickleball? Pickleball is a combination of badminton, ping pong, and tennis kind of all mixed together in one. Believe it or not, Chris, the sport was invented back in 1965 in Bainbridge Island, Washington, out in the Northwest. And the way it really got started was it was a rainy day, out there, of course, it rains a lot during the rainy season. Yeah, yeah. So they had uh, a group of families together at one of the houses, and it was rainy, and the kids were driving them crazy. And so what they did was they said, hey, you kids go out in the backyard and go hit around with this. Uh, it was badminton court, but they didn't have any uh, badminton, actual badminton uh I don't know what you call it, rackets. Bad, yeah, yeah. And they didn't have any birdies. So what they did was they which took is a also ball. called uh, Which is also called a, well, this is a kid's program, so we won't tell what it's called in, yeah. in, in badminton. I know the other term. Yeah, so we'll keep going. This is we'll for, keep it this PG is a, here. This is a family program. <laughs> so That's right. But yeah, so they didn't have those uh, accessible, but they had a badminton court, which is actually very similar in size to the pickleball court. Yeah. So the kids went out there and just started goofing off. They had a wiffle ball, and I think they had a pickleball, I mean a ping pong paddle. Okay, okay. Initially. Yeah. Well, they were just kind of goofing off. Well, then the dads came out, and they started getting involved. And you know how what happens when competitive guys start doing something. Well, yeah, They start yeah. kind of getting going, and then before you know it, they're creating some rules, and all of a sudden, you know, the net's too high, so they brought the net down. Definitely. So over a process of several months, these dads kept getting together and creating this sport but really just for recreational purposes. They did not intend for this to be the way it is right now in 2019. Yeah. It was just a ri- originally a way for the kids to get out of their hair. Yeah, yeah. And so fast forward to today, 
I'm in this gigantic fitness complex that has uh, how many basketball courts can this thing I fit? I think they said nine collegiate basketball courts. I believe it's eighty three thousand square feet. It's a, it's amazing. This is unbelievable, and it's now filled with pickleball courts. And people are playing. You've got 300 participants over, over the, the website w- says 315 participants this time. Yeah, I'm no- we're walking through this place, and I've noticed that you know a lot of these people. It seems like pickleball is kind of a close-knit group. Very much so, and I'm uh, very much a social person. And, yeah. Uh, I get to travel all over the country. I've met a, a lot of amazing people over the last two and a half years, and... I do. I am known uh, around the pickleball community pretty well. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. No, I mean, I just have done a good job of networking. And uh, my nickname inside pickleball is the Golden Boy. Yeah. So it kind of stuck. And uh, that nickname has kind of floated around the pickleball community for a little while now, a couple of years. So uh, <laughs> people great, definitely man. recognize me when I come around. So. That is fantastic, man. So, yeah. How, I mean, like you've got sponsors and stuff. Like, do they pay for you to go around across the country and coach people and play people? How did you How did you make this happen? I, I didn't even know this thing existed. And you've got stinking sponsors and, like, your own racket. It, or was, what's it called? A it's paddle. A paddle, yeah. yeah no, no worries. Racket, yeah. paddle, it's all the same. But yeah, we, yeah. we do call it a paddle. But, um, yeah, the. The quick version is that uh, I, I owned a landscape company for years. Since I was 14 years old, I've been in landscaping. Yeah. Actually, my twin brother, Chris, uh, he still owns a landscape company, actually. But Yeah. Um, started my own landscape company in 2005. And in 2000, the end of 2016, um, I was kind of burned out from landscaping years and years out in the sun. Oh, yeah. It's just a br- brutal business. It's a hot business. And My brother and I both did it for a few years as then well. Then you know firsthand what in that Texas, entails. In Texas. In Texas. Where Ooh. were you doing it? In Alabama? In Alabama, yeah. Okay, well, same thing. Multiple states, but Alabama was the majority of it since 2005. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, you know firsthand how hot it gets during oh, the summer. Oh, my goodness. It's brutal. So I was 32 years old, and I was getting burned out anyway. And uh, I went to Herdmont Park, which is local right here in Oak Mountain, and believe it or not, they have two dedicated pickleball courts right next to the tennis courts. I'd probably walked by those courts, Chris, a hundred times. And I just thought they were little tennis courts for yeah, the little kids. Yeah, yeah, kid courts. I'd never seen anybody actually playing on them yeah, at that time. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, one night, though, I went out there and I heard the distinct sound that a, a wiffle ball makes on this paddle. Yes. And you cannot mistake that sound. And being the nosy person that I am, I asked the guy, hey, what are you doing? And that's... That night in October of 2016, he put a paddle in my hand, and I've been addicted ever since. That's awesome. That yeah. is great. So, yeah, it's um, like the rules seem to be pretty similar to, ten- <coughs> to tennis. Um, yes and no. The, the main difference is there's three main rules, Chris, that distinguish pickleball and, and differentiate pickleball from any other sport. Yeah. Um, the two-bounce rule. Oh. Serving underhand. Uh, okay. And then the non-volley zone also known as the, the kitchen. The kitchen. I was about to call it the, ref- the refrigerator. The refrigerator, that's not kitchen. Right. Okay, the, ref- bedroom, the kitchen. Whatever you want to call it, but yeah, the kitchen. And that's right on the net. You're not supposed to be right on the net in pickleball. Correct. And yeah. that's marked. Is that marked? It is marked. It's a 14 by 20 area, seven feet off of each side of the net. And the reason that exists is because in tennis, you can serve and then volley right yeah. at the net. Right. But in pickleball, the reason those three rules exist is because they wanted, when they created this sport back in 1965, they wanted a 12-year-old grandson to be able to get on the court with a 75-year-old grandpa. Sure. And it'd be relatively even in skill. And so these three main rules that we just discussed neutralize and basically level out the playing field right. between age, skill, 
and all those back, you know, background in sports. The great thing about pickleball, Chris, is that you actually don't have to have a background in a racket sport. It obviously helps if you played tennis growing up, right? Sure. Or, or table tennis, but it's not a requirement. And that's why this sport's growing so fast across the nation and actually across the world right now. Yeah, um, I, I would definitely say that I've never heard of pickleball until like, you know, maybe seven, eight months ago. And now I hear about pickleball all the time. You know, it's just like another thing that people do. Uh, so that, you you having this career now really has just showed me that I never should have given up on my dreams of becoming a hacky sack, professional hacky sack player. Boom, so, I agree. I mean... I, but if that was the case, we wouldn't be sitting here doing an interview right now either. <laughs> that's right. You'd that's be right. traveling the world playing hacky sack somewhere right now. Yeah, I got to look into that. Maybe I can make it happen still. Never too you late. Know, it's never too late. Chase your dreams, That's Chris. right. Never <laughs> give up on your dreams, kids. Never. Ever. And so, stay in school. I, but w- once the once the pickleball play begins, you can go overhand. You can do like, can you put English on it just you like can. in tennis? You absolutely can. Now it's not quite. It doesn't grab quite as much because you've got strings on a tennis racket. Yeah. Or on a pickleball paddle. Yeah. You, you don't have that. You have a smooth surface. Okay. Sure. You can add some graphite. You can add some composite, some fiberglass. You know, the, you mix and match stuff. But ultimately. Between a slick, hard wiffle ball and a smooth paddle, you're not going to be able to grip it like you do a tennis ball. Yeah. But you, the, the high-level pro players in this sport yeah. can do some amazing things with the uh, pickleball. Put a little backspin on it, and the and the ball just drops. Absolutely. Are they? I mean, they're even in like professional tennis. Because I the the way I learned about putting English on the ball was just in ping pong, just playing with my brother in the basement. And when we realized, like, oh my goodness, you can really mess somebody up if you just put a good bit of spin on the ball. It's gonna it's gonna bounce and then go a totally different direction than they think it's gonna go. Uh, do they they do that in like professional tennis, like still, right? Or are they just they hitting it as hard as they can? No, they absolutely do that. Okay, now, Roger okay. Federer is one of the best in the world, and he's known for his drop shots in tennis. And he, that's right. He's very deceptive with what he does with his game. He doesn't overpower people. Yeah. What he does is he manipulates people. He just on places the it. Yeah. And the same thing with pickleball, Chris. Yeah. There are certain players that everybody, if you watched, if you were to watch every player that plays pickleball, each person has their own little quirky thing, sure, their own little sure. unique style. But ultimately, you're not going to be able to do the same things you can with the tennis ball. But there are things you can do to manipulate and dictate the where you want to move your part or your opponent and things like that. For sure, um, it makes it really fun. This game, as you go up in the ranks, um, it becomes more of a chess match, right? Because everybody's physically talented. Everybody's got the skill set. Yeah. So what distinguishes the the difference is. Right here. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. The mental game right. and the chess match of making that move, maybe thinking two shots ahead. You're right. You know, right. setting something up ahead of time yeah. um, to be able to put the ball away. So, yeah, there's a lot of little nuances with this game. And I'm noticing that um, a lot of people that are here in this tournament are, you know, 30 or over. I mean, we got some kids here playing, too. You mentioned that there's a 15-year-old named Nick. Nicky Gullowich. Yeah, and he's like a champ of some kind. What is he? He won something, nationals or something? He, he's won a couple national titles uh, out in California and the U.S. Open in uh, Benita Springs, Florida, or Naples, Florida. Uh, but 18 and under is considered the juniors yeah, division, yeah. and that's where he's winning that. He's playing against other junior players. But, um, yeah, he's here. He actually was living in uh, Atlanta, Georgia at one time, yeah. and he moved down to uh, the Fort Myers, Florida area, and I'm living in Benita Springs, which is about 20 minutes south of there. 
Excellent, excellent. So I'm noticing that a lot of people here are 30 or above, and as I get deeper into my 30s, I understand why tennis just wouldn't work if you want to play it as, you know, play as hard as you can, I can understand why it wouldn't work. You know, you're running, you're sprinting, you're stopping, and that is tough on your knees. And you don't see as much of that here just because with it being a smaller court, like you said, it turns into much more of a mental game, which then allows you to play that at the highest level later in life, which, you know, you got to have hobbies, man. You know, just like men, I think, do a better job of having hobbies than women, you know, because, like, shopping isn't a hobby. Uh, a hobby is something that you work at, and you get better, and it's That's hard, right. it challenges you, it makes you better as a person, you know, that kind of thing. But you got to have hobbies, you know what I'm saying? I agree 100%. And as I get older, as my as I feel my knees more, as I feel my digits way more in everything that I do, I I have to think that way. When you I'm, have to start thinking that when way. When I'm looking for things that I want to do, going forward in my life for fun because I want to have those challenging hobbies and things like that you know so absolutely I can see you I guess I just answered my own question as far as you did why it's pickleball yeah and and keep in mind as well that it's it is less than half the size of an actual tennis court yeah and in tennis it's primarily singles that you play yeah in pickleball it's the majority of play that you see is going to be in doubles interesting okay, okay. so that's the big thing because so you've got a 20 foot wide court and you've got two people covering that 20 yeah. feet. So it's basically, if you split it halfway, it's 10 feet each. Yeah. This is not hard to cover. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So, You're kind of like a goalie. Yes, absolutely. Like a goalie. The other thing that, that the reason, Chris, that this sport is just exploding across the nation and the world is because it's such a social sport. Yeah. It's a very social sport. Everybody's real close. Everybody's very close in proximity. The difference that I've noticed, because I never came from a tennis background, but the biggest thing I've noticed is in tennis, and I'm not knocking tennis, guys, so... For Helmsy or Bubba or anybody that plays tennis, this is not a, a, a knock on tennis. It's just, it's a little more reserved. Sure, You're sure. not going to talk smack. You're not going to be real social with the opponent. But in pickleball, there's a different vibe, Chris. Yeah. When you hit a great shot on me in an intense match, I'm going to go ahead and give you credit for that and give you a props for a good shot. Where yeah, yeah, in tennis, yeah. you're, you're, you're taught not to speak to the opponent. You don't yeah. shake hands at the end of the match uh, if there's some intensity with it or whatever. You know? Right, right. Um, but in pickleball, it's different. It's very social, very fun. A lot of people will play and then they go out to eat afterwards. Uh, where did the, the name pickleball come from? Why do you call it pickleball? The name came from two... It derives from two different stories. Okay. One of the main stories that everybody says is that the dog of one of the owners would chase the, the ball when they would be playing. The ball would roll over there and the, and the dog would go chase it. And the people would say, that's Pickle's ball because he would chase it. That's Pickle's ball. Because the dog's time, name was Pickle. Pickles. Pickles. Okay, yep. okay. The dog's name was Pickles. And when he would chase the ball, they'd say, that's Pickles' ball. Okay. And then it eventually came to Pickleball was the name because the dog was always chasing the ball. But the real version... One of the wives. So of that's the not the true story. That's more of just like a feel-good story. It is, and that's what okay. the media kind of picked up on and, and ran with. Sure, it's just an easier story yeah. to tell. Yeah, everybody loves dogs. Who doesn't I, love dogs? You don't. I don't trust anybody that doesn't love dogs. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the truth is, the the name actually came from this, and it's a little more complicated, but it does make sense if you really think about it. Up in the Northwest, not down here, obviously, but in the Northwest, there is a sport called rowing. Okay. Out on the yeah, water, yeah. Colleges, yeah. sure. Uh, Ivy League colleges do yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah. Auburn's got a rowing team. Auburn does have a rowing team. So, yeah. So I stand corrected. It is actually down here in the south as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's heavier, uh, primarily oh, for up sure. there. That's true. Yeah. 
So anyway, back in 1965, it was rowing was a big sport up there, and on Bainbridge Island, uh, that was a, a big thing. So the woman, the wife of one of the original inventors, she was watching them play, and she said, "This reminds me of the pickle boats in rowing. A pickle boat in rowing, and I'm not an expert on rowing. I've never rowed, but it's pickle boat was the term used for the extra crew." That was not the main, like starting five or whatever on gotcha. the basketball team, right? Yeah. Or like the, the, the extras, in case somebody got hurt or a boat broke or something. Sure. They would, that would be the extra boat. And it was a, a mixture of different people. Yeah. And yeah. She said, that reminds me, this game reminds me of, of the pickle boats because of badminton, ping pong, and tennis all mixed together. It was kind of a combination of those three that reminded her of that. So that's the actual story. That's the real story. But okay. people love the dog one. Yeah. I mean, the dog one, is, it's got a little more charm to it, it but that one, it's, it's good to stick to the truth, sure. you know? Absolutely. What were your first thoughts when you heard about the sport pickleball. What it, it, did you think? It reminded me, honestly, in college, uh, my friends and I, when we were bored, we would go out on the tennis courts and none of us had tennis rackets or tennis balls or whatever, but we, I, I had a soccer ball. I played soccer in high school. I had a soccer ball and we're just out on the tennis court just one day just kicking it over the, the, ten, the, the net to each other back and forth. And... The next thing we knew, we had a set of rules. We had teams. See? I mean, you're it was proving awesome. The yeah. <laughs> and it's called soccer tennis. Soccer tennis. Yeah. And you're on the court and you serve it like normal, but you kick it over. It's, it's all feet, no rackets or anything like that. It's all feet. You get two bounces to get it back over. See? There you go. You know? You guys started creating your... Uh, your game we made our own sport yeah we would play doubles soccer tennis like we would do it for hours and hours and hours and it was awesome it was a blast and that's what i'm reminded of here i'm just like man when you find something that's fun and it gets traction that's undeniable you know like maybe maybe bruno mars isn't your favorite artist in the world but you can't deny that tons and tons of people like him he sells right. lots of records he does, you know indeed maybe you don't like nickelback they've sold a ton of records you cannot deny that you know so maybe if you're not a fan of pickleball don't knock it till you try it and then that's for sure if you if you try it and you don't like it let other people enjoy it because there's obviously a ton of people that are getting into it absolutely yeah and right now um the numbers across the the globe right now in pickleball as a whole I think are around 4 million people playing. Wow. But as far as tournament players, it's a lot less than that. It's yeah. a lot less. We're maybe yeah. at 1.2 million as far as yeah. tournament players. Uh, so it's still in the infancy stages. Yeah. But, but I did want to tell you that there is a very professional side to this sport. This is of a, a smaller tournament. We don't have a ton of pros here. Yeah. But there are big, big tournaments where we play for a lot of money relatively speaking it's not on like the, what would be the the top prize or the for the champion one of the one of the top females in november she she won about nine thousand dollars playing pickleball for a week yeah that's amazing it's not bad money playing yeah, pickleball yeah, man that's great that's yeah great. i mean it's not bad it's nowhere near tennis but also keep in mind we're not on tv yet with pickleball right totally. so we don't have the big sponsorships we don't have the mercedes and the lexus and sure all these big uh corporate sponsors outside of pickleball most definitely but in November at Nationals in California, we did have ESPN filming 
Nationals. Excellent. So it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, y'all should at least be on when ESPN does the ESPN the Ocho thing. Absolutely. Y'all should be one of the feature games on there. I, I think it's coming. It's it's in the pipeline. Chris. Okay. It's in the pipeline. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good things happening right now. Um, but also keep in mind, one of our top pros, his name's Tyson McGuffin. He makes well above six-figure uh the bottom range of a six-figure income. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I mean, he works hard. He travels all over the country teaching and playing and all that stuff. But just understand, it's it's getting there. There is a very, very professional side to this, and it's getting more and more professional each month that goes by. Is uh, is it Federer that's probably going to retire here soon? I think so. I, I thought he was going to retire about three years ago, but he right. just keeps on beating people at the yeah. top of the game. Yeah, it's amazing. So maybe once he decides his knees are taking too much beating, just fold him right into the next game, which is pickleball. Boom, there's your platform. I might blow your mind just a little bit, Chris. Andre Agassi and Andy Roddick have already played pickleball several times. They've gone to some uh, in charity events in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah, And then we've also had, actually, this is a little fact that a lot of people don't know, the pro golf tour. Yeah. A lot of the pro golfers are using pickleball as cross training in the off season to stay active and good hand eye coordination. Yeah, totally. Sharp, having fun. Uh, a couple of the big names, uh, Hank Haney. If anybody knows Hank Haney, uh, Hank built a pickleball court in his backyard. He's a big tennis guy. He's a big golfer. Oh, big he's golfer. a big golfer yeah, guy. Big golfer. Sorry. I'm yeah, I, I didn't know who Hank Haney was. I have to admit until. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not much of a golfer. Me and you, we're not known for our <laughs> golf, uh, repertoire, but. <laughs> But understand, these guys are doing this because, number one, it's fun. Yeah. It's active. It's a great workout, Chris. But it's also competitive. Yeah. It gets your competitive totally. juices going. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely, man. Like, it's it's great to have uh, challenges in your life that aren't, like, normal life world challenges. Because those are kind of, like, real. And, like, the stakes are really, truly high. That's right. And then once you once you introduce challenges like this, like... Uh, pickleball or, or, or whatever. I do jujitsu, you know, that oh, kind of thing. Cool. Um, it's great to have those kind of challenges because then you can, you know, some of your life energy, you can, you can put towards that. And some of your mental energy you can put towards that. And it's like, it's, it's like cross training, you know, like for sure. I think cross training is so beneficial for everybody in life. Like, yes, you should play pickleball and yes, you should go fishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. I, I feel like people sometimes get stuck in a rut sometimes and it's because they're not trying out new things, you know? Balance, right? Balance in life is an important thing. And so you are, uh, you're based, you, you flew in from Florida today. I did. And you, this weekend you will play how many games and you're going for gold? Is it Go, going always for going for the gold. My okay. last name's Golden, so I have high expectations to the try to win boy. gold every time. If, I, if I'm at tournaments and I'm not winning gold, People around will call me the silver boy, the bronze boy, <laughs> not the golden boy. So, you know, I got, I have a lot of expectations to keep up, but, but no, I'll play, uh, I didn't play singles today. And the main reason for that is, uh, I'm getting older. I'm 35 now. My knees and joints don't do as well. <laughs> I feel you, man. But also, I flew in really late last night. I flew in after midnight uh, wow, from Fort yeah. Lauderdale into Atlanta and then I actually drove over from Atlanta. So, um, I, I didn't get a chance to really sleep a whole lot last night and I didn't want to come out here and just get embarrassed, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're the golden boy. You've got a reputation. Got a reputation. Uphold. Yeah. Uh, so, do you do like fish oil for your knees or anything like that? You do any kind of supplements or I, I anything don't, like that? I don't. Um, I'm actually pretty fortunate with my ankles and my knees right now. Um, what I have an issue with is my hips and my lower back. Yeah. My lower back seems to because of 
if you watch the people play, especially in doubles, yeah. you're always down low and it's a lot of lateral side-to-side movement. Yeah. So people's hips get displaced a lot and also just some twisting and um, just some back pain usually. Sure, um, sure. I go to the chiropractor, also get massages. That's kind of part of my regimen. Um, yeah, yeah. To play at the 5-0 and above level, I'm, I'm a very, very low, low, low 5-0. Okay. I am rated officially at 5.0 in men's and mixed. Nice. There's a ranking system, a rating system. Evidently, yeah, yeah. It goes from 1.0 all the way up to 6.0. Okay. The highest pro level is usually 5.5 to 6.0. Okay. Um, I'm a low 5.0, like I said, but even at that level, Chris, it's very, very hard on your body uh, yeah. at that level. Sure. If you're playing at the 2.5, 2. 3.0, 2. maybe 50 plus, 60 plus, it's not going to be quite as demanding on your body, but yeah. still, I mean, it's still, you're running around and stuff like that. Sure, sure. So uh, you're a 5.0 and you're going to be playing against who this weekend? So one of our big pro names here, his name's Frank Anthony Davis. He's, his nickname is Fad, F-A-D. Okay. And he's I here thought, now. I'm he glad actually, you spelled it. Okay. Yep, all right, all right. F-A-D okay. for anybody that didn't know. <laughs> and uh, he actually won the gold in singles today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mainly because I didn't play. That's the know. only reason. <laughs> That's it. I gave him a chance to win. I didn't want him, you know, on my home courts to embarrass him, you know. No, I'm just kidding. Frank is a top player in singles in our uh, sport. Yeah. He's also a very strong doubles player. So Excellent. I'll be playing against Frank Anthony Davis in men's doubles on Sunday. Excellent. And then I'm not sure if he's playing mixed doubles, but mixed doubles is a man and a woman. Yes. And they play against other male and female pl- players. And it has to be a man and a woman. Correct. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you have ratings. Yeah. So, so you play at a 3.0 or 3.5. So obviously I play at the 5.0 level. So our group will have, you know, five or six teams or seven teams maybe in there, but be a lot of fun, man. Be a lot of fun. Well, good luck, man. I hope it goes good for you. And, um, I'll be looking for your your official Golden Boy merchandise, which will be available in Dick's Sporting Goods. Exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Monarch is actually owned by Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay. That's their in-house brand, and they sell Monarch inside Dick's Sporting Goods exclusively. And my Golden Axe paddle that's coming out this week, actually. Dude, killer name. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And it's a longer blade paddle. Oh, cool. And I want them to come out with a second version that's the Golden Hammer, which is a wide version. Nice. Maybe they'll listen to me. Maybe they won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so great, man. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I'll I'll list, uh, I'll link all the like appropriate um, places to go for more information. Um, if you've got like a contact that you that if people want to be coached by you because you do coaching, I do do coaching yeah. down uh, Peak Pickleball Academy dot com. Okay, Academy dot com. If somebody comes down to Florida and they want to learn about pickleball, they want to take a lesson from a professional. Um, Simone Jardines, the number one female player in the world. That's who owns Peak Performance Pickleball Academy, her and her husband. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Peak that, Performance Pickleball. Peter Piper picked a pe- pickle <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Which right. I thought was great. But yeah, so if they want to learn about pickleball, um, that's a great way to do that. But yeah, man, I mean, pickleball is growing. One last question for you, though, Chris, before sure, we go. Sure, sure. Are you going to try pickleball? I will try pickleball. I will try it. Are you scared you might get addicted to it and want to play it a lot? Um, I have a very addictive personality, so yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think we might see Chris Adler more on the pickleball courts in the near future. Oh, and do you like pickles? I do like pickles. Actually, I drink pickle juice when I'm cramping. Oh, you know, I've heard that works really well. It does. It, it's excellent. It has nothing to do with pickleball except pickle juice 
has a lot of the nutrients and the things that you need um, for whatever reason, it, it replenishes your body. Yeah, no, I love pickles. Like anything fermented like that, I try to eat a little bit of fermented something or other, you know, whether it's uh, kimchi or kombucha, you kombucha, know, people I are going kombucha. crazy for kombucha here. Uh, apple cider vinegar. I don't enjoy that as much as I do the kombucha. Oh, it's brutal. It's so brutal, but I've been going for it recently. Do you, do you take it? Dude, I had, I, I, I do, yeah. I take apple cider vinegar every day. Like last month, I've never had a problem like this before, but like last month, like my stomach just started hurting, man. I, had, I was having like, just like, I don't know what was going on, like above. It's over 30, over 30. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Get ready for more and more, right? That's right. So my stomach's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I, got, I had this terrible bug. Like I couldn't eat, eat anything. I was on the brat diet, you know, uh, bread, rice, applesauce, and toast. Uh, keeping it real simple for like weeks, for weeks. And I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I finally started taking a little bit of uh, apple cider vinegar. And what I think happened is that I got a stomach bug and my stomach purged everything that's in there. Absolutely. Because it's trying to get a, get rid of the bug. And when it gets rid of that bug, it gets rid of all the healthy. Everything. Yeah, the healthy it gut biome. Yeah, and so I had nothing. So I couldn't handle, like, even, like, simple stuff, like, chicken was just, like, ripping me to pieces. Like, wow. Like, I, like, it would be, like, eight hours of just, like, pain from, like, my left side to my right. I'm just like, man, this is brutal. Apple cider vinegar, I think that helped kick up the beneficial bacteria, you know. Absolutely. In the gut. Have and, you seen a difference? You feel oh, better? Oh, I feel, I feel 100% normal. Yeah, I feel great. Your feel pickleball totally game is going to be peak Dude, performance right out of I'm the gonna be peak performing pickleball perfectly. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Thank you to Wilson for sponsoring the Heritage Pickleball Tournament with over 300 participants, thousands of spectators, and over 600,000 positive economic dollars impacted on the community with proceeds benefiting Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital is the nonprofit of the week. For more information on that and everything mentioned in this episode, check out my website, Adler.tv. And remember, if you go to dicksportinggoods.com, Scott's personalized pickleball paddle, the Golden Axe by Monarch, is now available. And if you use the code GOLDENBOY at checkout, you get 10% off and free shipping. Also, uh, feel free to send me suggestions for future guests and topics, and feedback is always appreciated. And reviews on iTunes are amazing, just like you. See you next time. I'm hanging out here at the Heritage Pickleball Tournament, and I'm the only one from the Rick and Bubba show that has the guts to show up here. You know, in fact, where's Rick and Bubba? Nowhere. They're not, they're not here.